um, is this uh, the Joe Rogan podcast? Uh, uh, Caller Daddy. No. Um, oh, this is the Star City Culture Committee. I'm Mark Champion, the senior culture editor at the Daily Nebraskan. And I'm Jenna Thompson, the assistant culture editor at the DN. And today we have Jackson Bartak and Matthew Biggie. They are members of UNL's Quiz Bowl team. Mm-hmm. The Quiz Bowl team started uh, pretty recently in 2019. Sure did. Um, and they are much smarter than us <laughs> and much more eloquent than us. But... Jenna and I squared up at the end of this episode, so stay tuned to see who wins. Let's get into it. Yeah, I'm Jackson Bartek. I'm a junior accounting major from Omaha, Nebraska, and yeah, I, my quiz bowl background uh, starts all the way back in 2011 uh, when I was in sixth grade, and I was always kind of like a hitting the books type of kid, and I, I liked school, and um, one of my teachers was just saying they were putting on this like trivia thing, and I didn't really know anything about quiz bowl or trivia but i did the idea sounded appealing and it was one competition we did sixth grade and that was it but i was hooked and so (laughs) seventh and eighth grade there was like a formal they called it wits clash but same idea um i did it seventh and eighth grade and then in high school we didn't have it um but me and my friends did it in grade school we played against each other and we said like we can make this happen and we made it happen um and it was awesome. And <laughs> in college, I met some another peer of mine who I played against in high school. Um, and we said, let's do it. And so she did a lot of like the founding the club stuff, but I was on board immediately. And so January of 2019 was when we started. Oh, no way. Um, yeah, I didn't so we, even realize you guys is pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. pretty recent. And uh, yeah, we had practices in old Nyhart, the Pine Room. And nice. <laughs> unfortunately, we can't do that anymore. But nah, the rest is history. And we've taken off pretty pretty quickly in my opinion so yeah yeah did you start a club in high school too yeah we did wow we were the first i mean it okay i should say this um there was people that went to competitions but not like under like an official school sponsor thing it was more like a classroom i guess but the me and my friends started the official first official school sponsored club nice so yeah both in high school and here yeah wow that's cool (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Matthew Biggie. Uh, I'm the treasurer for Club Jackson. Didn't say this. He's the, the communications chair. Oh, so nice. he runs all the social media and gets stuff like this going. Uh, but I am a dual major, comp sci, and music performance uh, oh, no major. Uh, I'm in my third year. I'm not going to say junior because I'm technically not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. I didn't have as much of a start. That's all news to me, Jackson. But uh, <laughs> I didn't have as much of a start when I was younger like that. Uh, I've always been like a history buff. Mm. So like, you know, kids would be like, would like cartoons. I'd like cartoons, of course, too. But uh, back when History Channel made history documentaries <laughs> yeah. and stuff, I would, I would always be watching that. So like World War II and HD and color oh, and all yeah. that. Uh, cool things. And that just got me hooked. And so uh, like all through high school, uh, I, I did a whole bunch of other things that were as close to quiz bowl as possible. My high school had one, mm. uh, but it dissolved, I think a year or two before I oh. went. Yeah. My, my older sister was in it cause we all really? went to the same high school. Uh, but I, I went ahead and did science Olympiad. I did science national Honor society. I did all these AP classes and stuff. So, uh, 
all of it really intrigued me. I, I loved trivia, like Jeopardy, and uh, one of my favorite pastimes even to now is just watching like history YouTube videos, yeah, things <laughs> like these emperors or this ruler of Songhai, whatever, cool stuff like that. Uh, and so living in Nyhart my freshman year and the only year, obviously, because you know they closed sadly. Uh, the hearing about it and joining it in its like first month. I, I don't know if I was at the first meeting, but I know I was there within the first couple weeks of it being a thing. Wow. Uh, and I've been with it ever since. It's just been a, a real cool journey to see it grow a little bit more and doing a few things, uh, like some tournaments and such. Yeah. Uh, it's been really cool helping get this all going. So it. is it an entirely like student run organization? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have yeah. an advisor. Yeah. Had because every club needs an advisor. Okay. That's what I thought. But yeah. we've, pretty much done everything ourselves nice yeah how, how many, many members do you guys have sorry no, we're <laughs> on the same track <laughs> in terms of people that consistently come to whenever we hold practices or i'd say practices we read a couple packets mm-hmm. and have a meeting then uh every wednesday and sunday uh it's generally 10 to 15 i'd say uh yet in our discord and like the group me and everything that we have we have like 30 or so and they, okay. they come every so often too gotcha uh, it's not required that mm-hmm. people come but uh on a good practice it's like maybe 12 people yeah. on average yeah, on average because sure. then we split up into two good teams of like five or six. Oh, and then you and then, then we, then we yep. compete nice. against each other cool mm-hmm. yeah so can you guys kind of walk me through a practice like i i i don't have any idea where i would start trying to learn you know everything <laughs> yeah i can talk about it sure so basically we just kind of hang out for the first couple minutes but we do yeah we split up into teams and then um usually one of the execs like matt or i will will read um so uh we'll start reading and basically the we think the strategy is to specialize um instead of like trying to know a little bit about everything oh each team member will have Hmm. like their thing or their specialty Mm -hmm. um and we have enough members where it's like we can have five people on a team and ideally there's like five big umbrellas i guess so each person could have something like that so hopefully they cover everything yeah Yeah. so that's yeah and then we just read you know a packet takes roughly like 45 to 50 minutes okay depends Um, on how fast yeah so roughly 45 minutes or so and maybe an hour and we do typically one and then we might shuffle up the teams and then do another one so two practice two packets at each practice and then sometimes if people are still want to stick in uh, they still want to stick around we'll read like a third one um, and usually that'll be like a pop culture packet. So it's going to nice. be like more kind of laid back and more fun. But I mean, yeah. I think all packets are fun, but <laughs> just like a little bit different just for like the, the people that want to stick around. But it does, you know, we start at 8 p.m. So it does kind of get late into the night. So obviously there are some folks that trickle out. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. And um, we actually were lucky enough to to keep practices up through like, like quarantine and the summer. So we just, we have discord and that's where we still practice. So ever since, oh, okay. ever since March, we, I've been doing practice on Discord, so. So, like, is, is Discord kind of like Zoom, like a video chat uh, kind of thing? You can set it up to where you have, like, your webcam turned on. Okay. Uh, but as we found, that that actually eats up bandwidth for, oh. for the server. And so uh, it, it can slow things down. Okay. It will slow your computer down, especially because it's based on latency. And okay. It's like how fast the buzzer race is yeah. going. <laughs> like, there's people that are like, no, it's me, it's me, it's me, uh, when they buzzed. But in the Discord chat log, because we – well we tell everybody to do is they type buzz and then when they want to buzz, just click enter. And then oh, gotcha. You don't have to type it every single time, you know, yeah. uh, and not be slowed down by that. 
Uh, but what happens a lot is that, if, especially if they have video on, the latency cuts it back <laughs> so that they technically buzzed after somebody else uh. in the log. Mm. Uh, and so usually we don't. Some people do. Uh, and then other people, uh, like myself, I don't have a webcam, so oh, really? I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some people do all the time, and then it's not its not too big of a hamper, but we don't require it yeah. at all. Uh, but, yeah, it's its kind of like Zoom in that way, but we mostly just use it as voice and text. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So can you walk me through the, like, different umbrellas you were talking about? Like, how do you find what you specialize in? Uh, I could probably speak to that a little bit. Go uh, for it. So, for example, uh, I, I'm really into history. Okay. Uh, and so how we kind of choose people is that, uh, like, when you're – we what would it be called? It, it's how we choose teams is that we, like, choose a captain, and then they'll pick it out, like, like you know, if it's two people playing, like, kickball, dodgeball. Yeah, like, pick, yeah. Pick a person, pick a person, pick a person. Really? This That's person's cool. really good. This person's really good. Uh, and so usually people choose them based on their uh, – their talent or their uh, their uh, specialty. So generally, there's a lot of question, questions about history and science. They'll be like, "Oh, Matt first, or like Jackson's really good at literature, uh, and they'll just be okay. Well, we need Jackson because he's the best person at literature in the club, mm-hmm. uh, and then that'll help us, you know, get all these. Uh, it, it it just goes like that. So like it'd be like history, literature, science, uh, or pieces of science like chemistry, biology, physics. Uh, if we're doing a trash packet. Like people who play a lot of video games, like me, or people who know a lot of rap or sports or anything like that. A uh, trash packet. Trash packet. So like pop culture. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a funny name for it. Uh, but yeah, trash packets are always really fun. But it's it's that same sort of thing where it's like you choose people based on what they probably know. Yeah. Uh, like they know like pop music stuff mm-hmm. like that very well. Uh, so yeah, it's just those different like disciplines that you can know a lot about. Like yeah. we have a few engineering people. We have some people about art and science. We have people that are business. We have just a lot of people that have all these different backgrounds that mm-hmm. they can apply to this. That's cool. Yeah, and like Matt said, that kind of speaks to the academic nature of a lot of the questions. So like for example, someone that's majoring in, in like chemistry is gonna have an advantage in yeah. chemistry type questions. But for me, for example, like there's not like accounting quizable questions. So like <laughs> a while ago, I just decided like, okay, like I guess I'm going to be the literature person. And so I just like started going over questions and I like started like, oh, it's kind of enjoyable and I was decent at it. So that's, that's my niche, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So how do you go about like studying for those things? I can tell you If it's that. not your major. No. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so there's this uh, forum or website called Protobull and basically it's, <laughs> It's like a question simulator, so it'll like spit out questions live in a way. So it's, it'll like show it'll, it won't read them out loud, but it'll like you'll see them as it as it's written. So it's like word by word, it'll like come out. So you can kind of simulate like a game, mm-hmm. um, and so you can get your friends and um, buzz in and type the answer. And they have a huge, huge archive, so you can filter out by like high school questions or college questions, um, and so they probably have. Oh boy, probably in like the tens of thousands of questions. So really? you'll never like go through all of them. Yeah. Like you will never. Hopefully not. Yeah. yeah. So it's that. That's the main way to study, or just like you know the packets we read at practice. Just like reading through those. Mm-hmm. Um, those are also helpful if you want to like kind of be an every person, good at every subject. But uh, yeah, basically just repetition is the huge thing. Just like anything. Yeah. And you know, I was mentioning to Mark before the podcast, like 
you don't have to be like a genius to be good, right? No. It, it really is like, okay, let me drill these pieces of information into my head mm-hmm. yeah. and so I can recall them in a game. Yeah, you get the buzzwords. Yeah. Like, oh, it's this. Okay. So it's, it's a game of word association. So it's like, like mm-hmm. I mentioned before too, there's like a canon of like material that they pull from and sure. they'll, they'll talk about certain, in, ter- in, in addition to like answer lines for canon, there's also like, okay, they're always going to mention this thing when they're talking about this thing. You know, like, it's like that association that you kind of, kind of learn to get a feel for and um sometimes like you can like guess at questions just based on information that they might have talked about in the past it's like oh, well sure. they're talking about a russian author <laughs> it might be chekhov i'm gonna guess <laughs> chekhov and like 25 percent of the time you might sure. be right and just like learning to feel that out yeah is a big part of getting good i think we call that scumming scumming that is <laughs> yeah. the proper term for it yeah. yeah where does that name come from i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and then if uh if they try to scum and they fail and then that proves that it's some other thing, like it's one of two things. Oh, right. Wrong, yeah. We call it vulching because <laughs> they buzz immediately after and they're like, Oh, it's vulching. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to vulge this. And yeah. That's right. So, okay. That's funny. Yeah. I never would have thought there was so much like strategy and kind of nuance oh, yeah. to it. Oh yeah. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys watch a lot of Jeopardy? I do. Yeah. 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 It is. <laughs> Uh, it definitely it helps. Yeah, but Jeopardy is different in that uh, for the quiz bowl questions, they're like a paragraph mm. where it's really hard. And then as it goes through each sentence, like five or six sentences, and once it gets to the last one, you're like, oh, it's Castro, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. like, like, you know, at the very end, because then that's like the general information that most people should know. Uh, okay. But Jeopardy will sometimes just will only take one sentence and it will be either really hard and specific or it's mm. like, well, everybody knows that. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> uh, but it definitely helps. There's, there's some fun facts on there. Or if uh, for competitions, especially uh, for us to save a little bit of money, we have to write packets uh, oh. for other teams that are competing. And so that helps with getting some inspiration. Like, oh, that's a neat fact. Okay, let me look up some other things about this person and write a whole question around it. Mm. And, yeah, it's definitely like a, ba- a foundation, if anything. Yeah. Good, a, a good baseline. for, yeah. for Especially for like getting general knowledge on things. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have to answer as a question? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you guys are writing questions, how do you kind of come up with things and sure. find w- these random information things? Yeah. We're, we're kind of lucky in that, you know, people have been writing questions for many years now. So a lot of times it is just like kind of pulling inspiration from previous questions. Oh, gotcha. Um, you do want to be original somewhat because obviously people have, you know, they, they might pick up on the clues or whatever, but a lot of times it is just like, okay, I've, I've read all these packets. I have a good idea of like what like Canon is like what they might be. They might want us to ask about. And so we'll pull from that and go from there. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then ultimately the, the tournament runners, academic competition, Federation, ACF, they're gonna be one, they're gonna be the ones that have the final say and edit the questions and okay. and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, they'll call some. Yeah, really? get rid of them. Yeah. yeah, I wrote a question about Daft Punk for the last one. <laughs> oh, media RIP, arts, dude. and I was like, yeah, Daft Punk, and then they they got rid of it. Uh it's not really. <laughs> but but yeah, are you a Daft Punk fan? I love Daft Punk. Same dude. So <laughs> How do you feel about them breaking? Yeah, up? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> How long have they been around? A pretty long time, right? Uh, like ninety five. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, does anyone know what they look like? <laughs> yeah. Do really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've just realized I have no idea 
how old they are or anything. Oh, they're they're both like forty. Really? Yeah, they're both like forty something. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Like, can you walk us through like how the tournaments work and how? Uh, yeah. Works? So the tournaments would be uh, all of ours that we've had have been uh, intercollegiate, where uh, each college will send one to plus however many teams they want to send. Uh, heck, uh, one college. Washington University, St. Louis, yeah. There we go. Uh, they sent five teams when we hosted oh. a tournament uh, about a month ago. Oh. Uh, yeah, so Is it's that... just, just depending on how many people they want. Uh, and each team has to be at least three people, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Is there a maximum? Five. Five. Five, okay. Yeah. So they probably just had a big club. They had a big yeah, club and a lot of people that probably want to gotcha. go and separate them into their classes. Because I know that they had like an A team. Uh, mm. As in, like, uh, th- and those were their those were a couple graduate students, and they really? rocked it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had them That's in my room cool. like three times when I read really? for them. But uh, it's intercollegiate, multi- potentially multiple teams from different schools, uh, round robin, mm. uh, going across one v one against all of them, okay. with maybe a buy round if we haven't if there's an odd number of teams. Uh, and in the first half, there's usually like seven, seven rounds. Yeah, uh, wow. Facing Wait. each one, each one, each one, each one. Mm-hmm. And is each one of those like fifty minutes? About yeah. it's an all day wow. thing. Yeah, yeah. Really it takes all day. day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it for is the tournaments <laughs> that we ran, and or the one that we were in last fall, uh, it started around eight thirty and went until seven p.m. Yeah, oh it's a long day. God. It's all it's all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there is there kind of like a weird thrill or camaraderie with that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be terrible, but also kind of cool. <laughs> No, I definitely like get like the the butterflies right before the match starts for sure. Yeah. Um, and then once they start reading, you're kind of in the zone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it does get kind of exhausting, but it's also really enjoyable. And like one of the best parts of the day is like, okay, we just played six rounds. Like under normal circumstances, like all right, let's go out to eat. You know, yeah. like it's just like, and then after we get done, you know, we're kind of all tired. And then when we went to a tournament last fall in Missouri, we drove down on Friday night, and then stayed in an airbnb and then competed all day saturday and drove home that night so it's just oh, just a blast yeah, yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. so do you guys have like a rotating lineup based on how you guys do at tournaments or uh for the tournament last year uh what we did uh i didn't go to the tournament in fall of 2019 uh to missouri but what we did was that we went ahead and we played like a couple mock games and then we went off a score from that. Mm. And, then, oh. and then we sent, uh, did we send two teams or one team? Two. Two teams uh, so like to the one in Missouri then. The based MVPs. on, yeah, based on like the score from those gotcha. like two or three packets. I think it was two packets. Yeah. Uh, and then for the one in the fall, uh, because of restrictions based on packet writing, uh, we had to make our main team the people that wrote in the packet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, and then the other team was everybody else that we were like, Hey, you know, your stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go? Yeah. And, or, I'm pretty sure we opened it up to people. Yeah. Unfortunately, like people kind of not lost interest, but since the tournament was like virtual, it's like yeah. not as thrilling. That's yeah, definitely. Kind of so yeah. we kind of had to say, Hey, like who wants to go? Like nudging people instead of like people competing for the spots. Yeah. Like, like we have a B team. Really? You want to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, I thought all things considered, it was still like a blast. Oh no, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. How many tournaments have you guys done? Uh, we hosted one 
and so until so far we've done two yep okay. so we've competed in two hosted yeah. one and then we're going to be in another one march 6th that we are competing in so. oh cool yep is that one virtual again yeah, yeah. they're all going to be virtual unfortunately for the rest of this school year hopefully in the hopefully, fall yeah yeah um uh <laughs> um so with the virtual ones is is it like a different format or anything is it still all day yeah um, yeah it's still all day really? it arguably takes longer just because like the logistics and like really yeah me- like shoving people between rooms and stuff but yeah. yeah and and we use discord for that too really yep. okay. yeah yeah awesome. it was the best method because uh there's a bot that somebody made Yep. That you can just move a whole team based on like what team they've been categorized in. Because in Discord, you can apply tags to people. So you can be like, oh, oh this person's exec or this person's in Nebraska A mm-hmm. or okay. B or whatever. Uh, and then you can just move that whole team to a different room that yeah. only they're allowed to be in okay. and the execs and then the other team they're facing. So then Weird. they can just move people like that. That's very easy. Cool. Uh, yeah. So if it was, if they're very, if we were all very efficient at it, it, it maybe be faster. Cause yeah. Have to move between rooms, but just getting set up definitely takes more time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for sure. Um, how do you guys feel about it being virtual? Like, is it kind of sad? I'll say, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like the fact that, you know, we've been doing this for almost a year now, so I've definitely gotten used to it, but yeah, like I definitely do miss like, like the, not only like the team spirit, but like, the competition like seeing your opponents like obviously you have the discord yeah. camera but like it's just not the same and like i was talking about going out to eat and just like yeah it's more if anything too it's like you're hanging out with like your friends for a whole day yeah, and, like, yeah. so we do kind of miss that aspect about it but i think it's you know the the next best the next best thing and it's still been a blast i think so. yeah yeah what's your favorite part about quiz bowl uh i definitely say uh Besides letting uh, my years of built-up trivia finally come to fruition, <laughs> uh, it, it would just be uh, some of the other people I've met in the club, mm. definitely, because uh, uh, I've definitely hung out with the exact people and a bunch of the people in the club I, I definitely enjoy having conversations with. It's just a neat way to meet other people, because otherwise I would only be... like I do have other clubs I'm in, mm-hmm. but Quiz Bowl isn't specifically any discipline, so like mm. you know you could go to an engineering club and it's like oh they're all engineers yeah they're all, they're all mechies they're all ees and i'm like the, one of two comp side people or you could go to a music club or a music ensemble and be like well there's a couple people like that but otherwise they're all music they're all music majors mm-hmm. uh while quiz bowl is very interdisciplinary yeah uh like we have people who are poli sci comp sci engineers we have yeah it, it's just a great way to meet a lot of other people that have sort of a similar interest yeah without being locked behind this major this major this major yeah so yeah otherwise i wouldn't have met half the people there i i, I do i would have known a bunch of them because nyhart but uh the other people that we've gotten the past two years uh never otherwise really it's just a great way mm-hmm. to meet those people i'd imagine is your team a lot of like honors students rake students uh i don't know if we have any rake students but a lot of honors kids, but there are a decent amount of non-honors students as well. Um, uh, but yeah, and I guess for me, my favorite part, definitely like the competition aspect of it, <laughs> personally. Um, uh, to me, the tournaments are just like, I'm just like in the zone all day. And it's yeah. just like, like the, I don't know, I just get super hyped up, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. And I think that's the best part about it for me is because like, you know, it's it's something I'm good at and can put into practice. And so the feeling of accomplishment when you get a question right or like, 
working with your team to get a bonus question, I think, you know, it's not an easily re- replaceable uh, feeling. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always get nervous? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially when it's a close game. I, I definitely get get the butterflies mm-hmm. um, because with these uh, the packets, it's like, okay, you can calculate like if you can win or not, right? So if there's a certain amount of points available for oh. each question, it's like, okay, we have three questions left. We're down by 80. We can still come back. And then like... Yeah, if we get two oh. of them. Yeah, and the then there's kind of like... Yeah. With them. yeah. So there's definitely like kind of a... Like you can come back or like, like blow the lead or something like that. Yeah. So there's definitely like that element to it, which is makes it nerve-wracking at times and yeah mm-hmm. so if you um if you like get far enough ahead do you just win no you, you play through you just do. because yeah, um there's often like tiebreakers and stuff and so just oh, to keep really? the stats consistent right so gotcha. um if like two teams have the same record they might have to compare off points or something like that okay so, that yeah um do you guys have any like pre-game rituals or anything? Do you like <laughs> chug a monster beforehand? Well, one of our members probably does that with bangs. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Alex. Likes to drink bangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Croatian Alex, sensation. if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah. yeah. As I have dubbed him. Uh, <laughs> or actually that he's taken himself. But uh, <laughs> I I would say no. I mean, something least. I did at ACFL at least, again now, but I would always, uh, and I did this in high school too. My friend actually started it. Um, give handshakes to all the team members before we start uh, mm. just like simple like formal handshake i don't know to your team or to the other team? uh just to our team okay. so like one person would like yeah. and it was weird it wasn't That's like cool. everybody gives each other handshakes it was like okay one person gives each person a handshake. so it's like <laughs> down the line i don't know that's really like classy it's, i really like yeah classy, but weird I yeah that. <laughs> yeah um that's funny what is there anywhere that like came from no, I think he just started it, and I was like, "Huh, that's you know, that's yeah. interesting." And so I, I kept it up at ACF Fall. So yeah, that's cool. Um, do you guys want to walk us through like how the club kind of got started? And um... yeah, I I can talk about that. So yeah, he'd be better at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I came into campus like with my quizable experience, and I mm-hmm. I was always looking around for something like it, but I didn't really know anything about it. And then um. Actually, the second or third week on campus, I met Carly, one of my, someone who I had played against in high school, and I kind of recognized her, and we were like, you know, we kind of <laughs> did that, and I didn't hear, I, I like, I was talking to her, and I talked to her for a couple of weeks, and I, but I didn't hear from her for a few months, and then in like late December, early January, um, I was at Nyhart. I didn't live in Nyhart, but I hung out there quite a bit, mm-hmm. and you know, there was like a sign on the wall, or I like talked to Carly or something, and uh, just heard about it, and I said like, I was all in and I went to the first practice and the the thing I was concerned about was having access to questions. Cause like in high school, we didn't have that many questions that we could just like go to, or at least that we knew about. Mm-hmm. But then like the first practice they had said, Hey, like we did this research and there's questions that are out there. And so I was like, wow. And then, <laughs> you know, the, I met some of the people that were also kind of involved and, um, yeah, I was all in from the very beginning. So I was, Carly, Carly definitely did most of the work. I was just kind of like a support member, but yeah. Carly and Maddie, um, who are two of our, Maddie's the president, Carly's the vice president. They were kind of like the, the, uh, they really built it. I was, I guess I, I've just been there the whole time. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. So yeah. January of 2019 is our official inception. So gotcha. yeah. Um, so you guys mentioned, uh, you, you do literature. Mm-hmm. Jackson does literature. Do you have kind of a specialty? Uh, history. History, that's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so when you guys are like searching for your studies or like your information, where do you start with that? Uh, so I, I definitely just go off of what I've been doing for the longest time. Yeah. That I, honestly, it's just like my YouTube recommended feed. Really? It's just like these random ones. I'm like, ah, oh, that's really cool. That, actually. Or, uh, there's a couple of video games I really like that really help with that. Uh, one that's kind of a meme now is, uh, Europa Universalis 4. Uh, and he's laughing at yeah. it because it's true. Uh, but uh, it starts in 1444 and goes all the way to 1820, and so like there's Whoa. it's like the world, and you can play as like any nation and stuff, and like oh, there's events based on it. It's really cool. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah, it's a paradox game. So uh, they they make a bunch of games like that. Uh, okay. Or there's like Crusader Kings and see, I'm I'm just nerding out about this stuff, yeah. but it, it does actually help me. Uh, well, cause, so because like they'll say places in a question, and I'll be like, oh, that's a province in this place in EU four. Okay, okay, that it's Iran, and they're like, it's Iran, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> Dang, what's the gameplay of that game? Like? Uh, think of Risk. Okay, but so it's with kind of like a more parts of it. So it's like Risk, as in terms you have armies and stuff. Yeah, but you have to run an economy. You have to okay. run. You have like estates of like nobility and merchants and is it kind of like uh or, civilization kind of civilization is also another meme you okay. want to yeah yeah uh a few of us play it uh competitively sometimes really but, uh but yeah that, that's like another one where it's like oh i know this person from that's that's the person from civ 5 i don't remember their name but that's really? the person from civ 5 because <laughs> they talked about what their unit is whatever mm-hmm. uh it, it's that or just like my youtube recommended where it's yeah. just all these random history things that's cool yeah so is it more of like a pleasure kind of thing rather than like you sit down and you're like i gotta practice it's more like this is just what i love to do i mean you kind of have to have that right to do (laughs) to be able to do something like that so for me personally it is like how i kind of prepare or study is i it's probably about a year ago now so i made this this big google doc with like a bunch of authors um and so i broke it down by like author who like in terms like books and short stories and like playwrights and poets Mm. um and then i wrote like three or four of their works next to their name. So I had like those lists. And then from there you just like Google, like, okay, so take like Mark Twain and you look and say, okay, Mark Twain wrote Huckleberry Finn. Okay. So then I go to Huckleberry Finn's Wikipedia page. Like I've, I've read the book, but if I hadn't read the book, I would just like Mm. brief summary. Yeah. Okay. I have those ideas in my head. Okay. Next one, Shakespeare, like King Lear. I have not read King Lear. So I'd go to that Wikipedia page and we'll scroll through Gotcha. Got some ideas, so it's just like that, yeah. And then going over questions in addition to that. So, mm-hmm. so they're paragraph questions, and they're not multiple choice. Right, they're not multiple choice. Oh, no. You buzz in and you say it. Yep. Oh no. Yeah. Dang. Um, so I'm curious for, I guess both of you, like, what is it about those specific, like, learning techniques that are really appealing to you guys? Uh, definitely for me, it's that. Uh, May I have your attention, please? Oh. oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> definitely for me, uh, it's kind of a, it's either a thing to do while doing something else. So like mm. I'll play one of those videos and then I'll just code or I'll do homework assignment oh, okay. or I'll submit a scholarship or whatever. Uh, wow, or, impressive. or, well, cause it's just playing in the background, you know, yeah. just do whatever. Uh, and, slash you gamify it because it's like oh i want to play as florence 
now I need to conquer all of Italy. But then <laughs> in doing so, I learned a bunch of stuff about the Demici, not oh, the Michis, okay. uh, uh, yeah, the Michis. Uh, but like you learn a bunch of random stuff about them. Uh, it, it, that's pretty much how I go about mm-hmm. it, and I, I really enjoy it from that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not exactly sure what the exact appeal is, but like I just enjoy <laughs> doing it, and I think to me, like when you get a question right, there's like a little like dopamine rush, or, like a little oxy, mm, like you know, definitely. you kind of like feel good, and it's to me like it's the satisfaction of like knowing or whatever in that time is, is cool and it's fun. And it's, yeah. it's just like making like a three pointer in a basketball game. It's like, you get like a little rush and I think yeah, yeah. answering a question like buzzing in, it's the same rush for me and it's awesome. Especially if you get in power. Yeah. yeah. So to clarify, some tournaments do, you were mentioning before, like, is there a reward for more points? And some tournaments do where it's like, okay, the first three lines are in power. So if you get it then, it's like 15 points instead, instead of 10. Of 10. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you get a little bit yeah. bonus for yeah. knowing, like, the obscure fact. Of <laughs> yeah. And when they say power, it is it is definitely, like, you get more satisfaction. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> That's literally like a three-pointer. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. more yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. Do you get really any cool. helps? Like a extra time, Ooh. phone a friend? No. Uh, well, the bonuses are with you. the bonus question. So if you get the toss-up right, you get a bonus question, or I guess three in this case. Um, but... Those you get to do with your team, but the toss-ups are individual, so you can't talk. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you have any other questions? I kind of want to try it out. Let's go. I do, too. <laughs> go for I'm it. nervous. I feel like I'm about to take a test. I didn't study for it. <laughs> All right. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, what my specialty would be, and I there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we can I'm do is... Sure. May, uh, maybe though I feel like even that I'm not that good at a little bit of trash pad yeah <laughs> I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this it's called prison bowls the tournament so it's like high school like upper high school like early college level okay cool. Um. so Mark and Jen if you want you can compete like for the toss ups you can do individually but if one of you gets it right in the bonus questions you can talk with each other to just kind of get an idea how it is yeah <laughs> okay touche touche i i wasn't feeling that before but now you're going down <laughs> are you gonna buzz in uh, i'll try to okay are right. we going against matthew oh. yeah <laughs> good luck oh, no. oh. all right okay. okay okay ready yeah so we can just buzz in whenever you know it okay, whenever you know it, just slap the table that's, that's what and we all. did when we were in person just yeah slap okay. before we had yeah or something all right isaac butt supported the independence of this country for which walter long was chief secretary the revolutionary Doyle was based in this country whose independence war included one force led by Henry Hugh Tudor, the black and the tans. This country's civil war with pro and anti-treaty forces was led on one side by Michael Collins and the other by Eamon de Valera. Roger Casement aided a rebellion in this country headed by the general post office for 10 points named his country that advocated for home rule where the Easter rising occurred in Dublin. Oh, it's Ireland. Oh, it is Ireland. So. <laughs> Okay, I get it now though because Dublin just like yeah. Yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So they're gonna they'll give it away. But. So half the time you scum on names. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Collins like, oh, might Collins, give it away like, there. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, very gotcha. Irish names. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Dang. Yeah, we can read a bonus question. Um, you guys can all like work together, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, all okay. Right. This yeah, island we don't stand a chance. Yeah. This <laughs> island's dragon blood trees are nearing extin- extinction from decreasing mist levels. For ten points each, name this island off the Horn of Africa, known for its many endemic species, including the cucumber tree and a speci- species of aloe. Oh, Lord. I know this is from EU4. <laughs> you, can con- you can conquer it and make India Christian that way. But uh, 
<laughs> so you get like five seconds for one of these. Yeah. So it's not much time. Oh, time. yeah. That's so not a bunch of time. Okay. Um. So this I is. I don't remember Madagascar. Yeah. This is Socotra. Yeah. Socotra <laughs> is part of this country with capital Sanaa. It is separated from the mainland of this country by the Gulf of Aden. Uh, that's interesting. That's either Yemen or Somalia. Wait, do you get minus points if you get it wrong? On a bonus, no. Okay. If you get it wrong, you just don't get any points for, oh. for that part of the bonus. But in a normal one, you uh, do. Yeah. If you interrupt. If you get it. So, like, if someone's midway through reading the question and you get it and you buzz and say the answer and it's wrong, it is minus five. Oh. But for example, if they are done reading and you buzz and get it wrong, there's there's no penalty. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Uh, let's say Yemen. It is Yemen. Yeah. Uh, oh. Socotra was the source of this valuable resin during ancient times, which the three magi brought to the infant Christ along with gold and myrrh. Frankincense. <laughs> and it is frankincense. So that's a bonus question. Oh, so it's three okay. parts. You didn't buzz. You don't have it, to buzz. Yeah, it's a bonus question. <laughs> oh, so you don't oh. have to buzz. I thought I got you. Uh, if you're working with your team, uh, and this is a new rule especially that they put in, uh, that uh, you have to say uh, our answer is and then say it so like our answer is frankincense uh oh or our directed answer is frankincense or our team's yeah. answer is frankincense okay uh to fully put it in or answer it when they ask for an answer yeah because mm -hmm. with virtual it's a lot harder to tell like if it's a conversation that your team is having or like a directed answer okay so but yeah um i'll read this toss-up because i think you guys can definitely get it um okay yeah I'm in the zone. This man's namesake rings occur when light reflects between a spherical and a flat mirror, which he detailed while making reflecting while making reflecting telescopes. One namesake method of this man approximates a function's roots. This man proposed the corpuscular theory of light and was the first to split light using a prism. Along with the previous Lucasian professor at Cambridge, this man invented the fluxion creating calculus. The namesake of the SI unit of force for 10 points named this scientist with three names like laws of motion who discovered the law of universal gravitation. Say the last Wait, one. yeah. Universal gravitation, three laws. Oh. Newton. Newton. It is Newton. What? Isaac okay. Newton. Oh, he invented calculus. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I should have known that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll read a bonus question. All right. Um, let's I'll, see. I'll pretend <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> okay. Um, here's one. Here's an interesting question. Okay, for 10 points, answer some questions about early films. This film was directed and starred in by Georges Méliès. This 12-minute-long film inspired by Jules Verne features a cannon-propelled cannon propelled capsule crashing into the oh, eye of the title. 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something. No, it's isn't no. It Around the World in 180 Days. No, uh, this is A Trip to the Moon. Trip to the Moon. Uh, yeah. uh, um, it's a classic. Yeah, uh, 1903 or something like that. Uh, this man used the Black really. Maria as his film studio, but is perhaps more famous for being the inventor of the incandescent light bulb and for pioneering the use of direct current. Uh, 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 Edison. It is Edison. Yes. <laughs> Thomas yeah. Alva Edison. I was like, it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Edison is misassociated with the death of this animal. This elephant was oh. electrocuted at Coney Island in 1902, and her oh. death was recorded by employees of the Edison Company in the film Electrocuting an Elephant. There's, there's a Bob's Burgers episode about this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like Wait, the name of the elephant? Yeah, the oh, name of the she elephant. She sings a song about it. She does. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know it, but... I'm... <laughs> okay, Wait, so I remember that. It's, it's Topsy, right? It is Topsy. <laughs> the elephant. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh. I never would have got that. Yeah, so that's... So those bonus questions are three parts, so there's going to be... Typically, there's no, like, official rule, but it's usually, like, an easy part, a medium part, and a hard part. 
So oh, okay. that's kind of how those three parters work. Um, yeah. Wait, like e- each question? Yeah. The, the, so, since there's three parts, they don't want to make it like all super hard or all super easy. So they kind of split it up just for the fun of it. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. It's it's kind of like they took a toss up and then split it up into its three parts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because like, for example, they want to make it somewhat fair. For ex- Like if you don't, if your team has like no music players, but there's like a music bonus, they want to have one where it's like, okay, it's even if you're not a music player, you might be able to get it. Yeah. Okay. So it's that somewhat accessible. Sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'll read another one. Uh, one commander prior to this battle was slowed down by 125 captured wagons, and the word mountains in his orders have been order have been often debated. In the lead up to this battle, one commander was late at Carlisle after leaving from Brandy Station, and he was Jeb Stuart, who arrived at this battle on its second day. This battle ended with the failure of Pickett's charge and the victory of George Meade, ending the Lee's second invasion of the North for ten points. Name is 1863. Matt Gettysburg. It is Gettysburg, ah. and that's ten. So. It's weird because like I, I feel like I know a lot of these answers, like I'm familiar with what they are, yep. but like the clues are so specific that I, yeah, I, it's hard to piece it all together. Yeah, that's that's kind of the idea, right? Where it's yeah, like, okay, this, yeah. I know this, but like, if you, the more you know about it, like you'll get rewarded because you true. might know yeah. more than Matt or whoever. Is you kind you kind of have a running thought process. So at the beginning, I was like, oh. I heard mountains. Let's think of Kenne. Let's think oh, of like Hannibal. Yeah, there's definitely but it's obviously like, not Hannibal because he just said Carlisle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a, there know, is American there name. is definitely like a thought process where you kind of like narrow down. The more you go, it's like okay, well, it could be this, or it could be either this or this, and it's yeah. There's definitely uh, a thought process as you yeah are kind of listening to the question and the further it goes in. Is um, it tough to like write the questions like that? I feel like that would be. So it is. Hard. I yeah. I've done it before, and it it is not easy yeah. uh, it does take a little bit of like to try to get it good yeah. yeah it's more just like trying to think of like good clues yeah because like you see these like clues and you're like holy crap these are kind of random yeah <laughs> so like just like being able to distinguish like okay is this too hard is this too easy mm-hmm. that's the hardest part but we'll read a bonus again okay. um okay this is more like a recent current events i think it's never too early to start running for president for 10 points each name some 2020 presidential candidates in the 24 hours after this politician announced his candidacy he raised over 5.4 million dollars setting a new record in 2016 this vermont senator finished behind hillary clinton in the race for the democratic nomination uh bernie sanders it is bernie sanders this former hedge fund manager announced his candidacy in july and failed to qualify for the september debates but qualified for the october debates this person also began the need to impeach campaign. Uh, See, I don't know this. <laughs> I remember. Well, this could you could you repeat that? I'll probably, I'll probably recognize the name. Sure. Um, yeah. Hedge fund manager announced his candidacy in July. Failed to qualify for the September debates, but qualified for the October debates. He also began the need to impeach campaign. Uh, Ross Perot. <laughs> Andrew uh, Yang. This is Tom Steyer. Tom oh. Steyer. Yeah. I've never heard that name. Yeah. This Hawaii representative's former anti-LGBT views have attracted criticism from certain Democrats, threatening to derail her campaign. She is both the first Samoan American and first Hindu in Congress. Oh. And she has anti-LGBTQ? Oh, she once did. Uh, she once did? Former. former. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Lord. See, I'm going to get mad at myself because I think I know her name, but I don't, I can't recall. So that would probably be time. This is Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. So. Oh, Tulsi. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you'll get it. Know the name. So hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure how, like, a couple more questions. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of want to try a trash. Yeah. I was okay. Say, <laughs> no, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pull that up real quick. I'll, I will definitely. 
<laughs> uh, we use a quizbowlpacket.com. Yeah, I was showing Mark the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah and cool. it has all the different parts, mm-hmm. like from middle school up to go. collegiate. And then oh, there's, there's a okay. separate one that's trash. Oh, <laughs> so okay. so Matt has heard these questions. So Matt, you can I'll, refrain. I'll, I'll, I'll refrain. Okay. <laughs> so so Jenna, you're going down. <laughs> so this <laughs> this is acronym. So acronym is like a pop culture tournament that gets hosted every year um, at oh. high school nationals for NQT. So I will read one of the questions from there, or a few, whatever you guys want. So, okay. This singer dismissed a boy as corny like Fritos in her 2017 single, Infinity. With You served as the lead single of this singer's 2018 album, Caution. A song by this artist broke a single-day Spotify streaming record in December 2018, despite the song being 24 years old. Uh, This artist's 18 number one hits are a record for a solo artist. The biggest of those hits pleads, Who's Gonna Take Your Place? There Ain't Nobody Better. Mimi is a nickname of for 10 points. What singer of We Belong Together and All I Want for Christmas is You? Oh, oh Mariah Carey. It is Mariah Carey. <laughs> I didn't know it until the very last. I know. It's so it's so painful when yeah. you can't get it until the yeah. last thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll read a bonus question. Nice. I've so I have how many that. points? So you have 10. You'd have 10. Okay. Yeah. Wait, how many do I have? Uh, since we just I have, started on you. Yeah, I've been keeping track. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go with zero. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Okay. So. This is a bonus question. So if you want to work together, go ahead. Oh, Frank Thorne finds out the truth about this food after following the body of Saul, his best friend, who elects to be euthanized. For 10 points each, name this food that Thorne learns is not made from high-protein plankton, but rather from human remains in a namesake 1973 sci-fi oh. thriller. Um, uh, You're going to be mad at yourself. What yeah. Is, what is he the... He says the, the, the line, Soylent something. Right? Almost there. You're close. We're almost there. Um, yeah. Soylent is people. Soylent green. Soylent green. Soylent green is people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soylent green. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty proud of myself. There you That's go. That's a weird one. Soylent green one. is set in a hazy, overpopulated future version of this city. In a 1981 film, this city has been turned into a massive prison that Snake Plissken must escape from. This is a good movie too. The it's a uh, turn into a what now? Uh, a prison. So we're looking for the city. From a 1981 movie. With Snake Plissken. Snake Have you seen that, Matt? That movie? I know what that movie is. I haven't seen it. It's a good movie. I, I know it what it is. It's, cool. it's yeah. a guy with eye patch. And mm-hmm. So this is New York. Yeah. Escape from New York. Uh, oh. But yeah. Wait, New York? New York City. into a prison? Yeah, yeah, in the movie. In the movie. <laughs> okay. It's well, definitely, it's kind of campy. A little bit campy movie, but, it, but it's, it's, it's an solid. 80s movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Soil and Green was a welcome success for this major film studio, whose profits slumped in the early 1970s. For decades, its logo had depicted a roaring lion. Uh, MGM? MGM, that's right. So, yeah, yeah 20. 20. You guys got 20 on that one. Yeah. So each bonus part is worth 10 points as well. So if there's powers, the max you can get on like a toss-up bonus is 45. Oh, wow. Yep. How does that work, like... Does it cut off like after they say a certain sentence? Yep. There's yeah, like yeah. it's like bolded, and then there's like a star, and that's where it starts being. Oh, okay. Tabled. And when that's you're cool. reading, you're supposed to list down where the team answered. Yeah. The team buzzed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's because they, they do that for their stats. Really? Yeah, yeah they do have stats. <laughs> time to do that. That's cool. Yeah, words needed to buzz on average for players. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Right. Wait, do you guys have that stat for yourselves? We uh, no. don't. Just yeah. because it's. It's relative. It's not very consistent. It's not like one that they keep track of at every tournament. Yeah, I only imagine. a few. But every tournament, I do like um, individuals that have like points per game, like tens, fifteens, or like neg fives. 
Um, and then as a team, you have like points per bonus, points per game, mm-hmm. toss-ups correct, things like that. We kind of cool. did that for a time, but it was really tedious. I know. Yeah, just because you wouldn't have the same kids that show up to practice. Yeah. yeah. Think, so. But yeah, another one? I, I'm having a ball. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> see? It is, it's, it's fun, yeah, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> All right. So we'll read this one. Um, okay. Yeah. This man narrated the 2011 Broadway revival of How to Succeed in Business that starred Daniel Radcliffe. On Finding Your Roots, this original host of the reality series, The Mole, gleefully replied, that's amazing, after learning that one of his slaveholding ancestors was murdered with a hoe by a rebellious slave. <laughs> 60 minutes as long as serving current correspondent is this son of the heiress Gloria Vanderbilt. A cable news, progr- a cable news program whose title ends in 360 is hosted by for 10 points what silver-haired openly gay CNN anchor. Oh, Anderson Cooper. That was close. I don't know who buzzed first, but <laughs> it is Anderson Cooper. Yeah. What well, can we split the points? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure, we'll sure. do five. Yeah. Five yeah. each. Five yeah. each. Five each. So five to I okay. didn't narrow it until you said silver hair openly yeah, gay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they just like tell you who it is and we're like, oh, basically. You know it. Okay. Uh, pick out a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Members of this group met over Skype in January 2019, sparking hopes among fans for a 50th anniversary event to commemorate their original television program. For 10 points each, name this British comedy troupe whose flying circus oh. sketch <laughs> program Monty debuted. Pies, you don't need advice. Oh, I don't? You can just say it if you know it. Yeah, yeah you could just say it. Oh, is it Monty Python? It is Monty okay. Python. One iconic Monty Python sketch concerns a man's attempt to return the Norwegian blue variety of this bird to a pet store despite the bird being dead. Uh, Matt, do you know this one? I'm pretty sure I know. Okay. It's a good sketch. Yeah. Any guesses? I don't know. For sure it's a parrot? It is a parrot. This is a parrot. The owner of the parrot in the dead parrot sketch was played by this beloved Monty Python member who also starred in the beloved British comedy Faulty Towers. So this this might be the harder part. I would yeah, it's the yeah. harder part. I don't know it. Yeah, this is John Cleese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they all have such British names. <laughs> well, they are <laughs> British. Yeah, they yeah. Have yeah. help. <laughs> it's too hard. Another one. Small American brain. I'm down. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll keep going. Um, I feel like I just need to get one like right at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be satisfied. You'll be vindicated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On this TV series, James Michener novels are sold for $1.99 per pound at the store Books, Books, and Additional Books. A character on this show claims, I am familiar with the works of Pablo Neruda after not laughing at a cartoon due to his lack of a soul. A daycare name for Ayn Rand appears in an episode of this show centering on a musical based on a streetcar named Desire. An adaptation of The Raven where the phrase Nevermore is replaced with Eat My Shorts appears in for 10 points what show's first Treehouse of Horror special. Oh, The Simpsons. It is The Simpsons. That was that's that one was really funny because there were just so many references. Yeah, that exactly. I keep up and yeah. Eat my shorts. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Did so, you know that one, Jenna? No. <sighs> okay. I did it. <laughs> You're doing a lot better than I am. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do it. You're tied up though on toss-ups. Are we? To okay. Yeah. Because you split that other one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. All right. We'll read this one. Okay, this one's funny. The art of Barbara Kruger heavily inspired the image of this brand for ten points. Each name is clothing brand, whose products typically feature its name in white text within a red rectangle. Oh, oh. Supreme. <laughs> Supreme. Yeah. In 2017, Supreme nice. announced a collaboration with this French luxury fashion house. Their collaborative products mixed with the. Mixed the Supreme logo with this company's LV logo. 
It's what logo? LV. Sorry. LV logo. Oh. Don't think too hard. <laughs> uh, I'm apparently thinking too hard. Probably. Because I can't this is Louis Vuitton. Oh. LV. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking like Las Vegas. And I was like, yeah. Christ. Okay. Yeah. Supreme was founded in 1994 and targeted its first products at people with this hobby. Their first retail store's use of large open space allowed enthusiasts of this activity. Skateboarding. Yeah. Skateboarding. Yeah. There you go. All right. Nice. Okay. That was mostly a guess. That was a scum. That was kind yeah. of a scum. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay. You got the terminology there. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll this keep going. So if you want, I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do a few more and then sure. wrap it up. Awesome. All right. If you guys are down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Cool. You know. <laughs> All right. This city is where Talbot tries to use fake money to buy Nathan Drake's ring at the start of Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. This city oh. is home to the Econ... Nemrod and Volkod creatures that Dr. Jonathan Reed fights in the 2018 game Vampire. The 2018 Overwatch League Championship was won by this city's Spitfire team. Jacob and Evie Fry navigate this city in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, where they enlist the help of Florence Nightingale. For 10 points, name the city that in all versions of Civilization is the English capital. <laughs> we got the Civilization question there. Um, is it like London or something? And it is London. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Whew. That There's was, so much like that you think through. I like almost am not paying attention to the question that's part thing, by yeah. the time it comes. It's hard to keep track of all yeah. the, the yeah. clues as they come mm -hmm. out. For sure. All right. Um, oh, this is a good one. Okay. Although several characters, including Dr. No, had uttered this phrase, and this is a bonus question, had uttered this phrase before, James Bond did not say this phrase himself until his third film appearance for 10 points each. Give this three-word instruction describing Bond's favorite preparation for a vodka. Oh, shaken, not stirred. Shaken, oh, not nice. stirred. Yeah. It is, yeah. Bond first requests a shaken, not stirred martini in this 1964 film, in which Bond drives an Aston Martin DB5 sports car with an ejector seat. It starred Gert Frobe as the title villain. Oh. Title villain. Mm -hmm. That's that's the, the helpful part in there. Mm -hmm. uh, what even is the question again? <laughs> It is Goldfinger. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. In Casino Royale, this blonde actor's first outing as 007, Bond is asked if he prefers his martini shaken or stirred and replies, do I look like I gave a damn? This is, I'm guessing the actor? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the new guy? I can't remember his name. The current guy, yeah. Yeah, the current guy. Um, okay. Do you know him? Don't worry. I, I don't know his name either. I thought it was asking either. the blonde so, girl. Uh, is it asking the no oh, blonde okay. actor? Sorry. So the, the current blonde. bond actor is blonde. So this is Daniel Craig. Yeah, I knew that. It. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel Craig. Uh, All right. I just watched Knives Out with him. Yeah, yeah. So did that I. movie's pretty good. There you go. Yeah, I, I watched like that, that last week. I think we had a nice. bonus. It's such a good bonus. movie. I, know, I think we had a toss up or something about that. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Recently. All right, this. This one might make you guys laugh. <laughs> Good. These literary characters were initially said to come from the deepest, darkest African forest, though the book they appear in was revised to make them look more like hippies. A beast called a wangdoodle can allegedly eat 10 of these creatures for breakfast. Oh. The profoundly spoiled heir to a nut company demands to own one of these beings who come from a namesake land and are paid in cocoa beans. Uh. After being shrunk down, Mike TV was taken away by for 10 points. What diminutive workers at Willy Wonka's chocolate. The Oompa oh. The Oompa she Loompas buzzed, is yeah. right. So you're tied up. Yeah. I was also thinking of where the wild things are. <laughs> I said, no, honestly, I was too at the okay. beginning. I was too. Yeah. Glad All I'm right. Alone. There we go. All right. This is more of a music one. 
The refrain, Modernity Has Failed Us, appears in a song from this band's 2018 album, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. For 10 points each, name this English pop rock band, whose recent singles include Love It If We Made It and Two Time, Two Time, Two Time. Their name was inspired by a date scribbled in a Jack Kerouac book. Uh, I'm just looking at you. Like, Fair enough. Maybe you don't know. Can you give me another it. hint? Like um, a made up hint. <laughs> I feel like I'm. Close. It is a year, I guess. Uh, that's the that's the name of the band. Is it, a year. It, it's a past time, but yeah, this 1984. This is the 1975. Yeah, 1975. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would I say 84? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The covers of the 1975's first two albums feature this simple shape. The song "Give Herself a Try" Square. mentions a girl who had this shape. The band's de facto logo tattooed on her arm. Just a square. No. Uh, <laughs> clo- it's a rectangle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Different. Yeah. <laughs> so for that one, I guess we haven't talked about prompts yet. So, yeah. um, the prompt basically means like ask for more information or like you're close but like more specific or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. So like for example, if that's interesting, yeah. it doesn't say I like, can prompt on square, but like if you said quadrilateral which i don't know why you would have but if you <laughs> did four sides i could yeah. say like hey like i'll give you another chance effectively okay that's yeah. A, yeah, you know is there is there like a list of words on there that... yep yeah. so okay. it's written like says prompt on whatever this okay. this this mm-hmm. or something it's always so... the instructions are typically written in the pack sometimes they'll say something funny like what does this actually mean like <laughs> yeah. like what what does that actually mean yeah. there's like <laughs> or, yeah it's like uh stop thinking command <laughs> And yeah, okay. So next one, next part. An earlier hit by the 1975 laments, I can't believe I forgot your name. And has a chorus that repeats, I know why you're around because I know the, the, I know the title thing. I don't know any of this. I know this. I know it, kind of. Matt, any idea? No. No (laughs) All right. This is the sound. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. The sound. You want to do one more toss-up bonus? Or two more or done? Maybe. Do a literature one. Okay, we can I do like I could one. maybe. Okay, let me. See, I just cringe at that. I'm so bad at literature. <laughs> all right, yeah, we'll, we'll do a literature Get one. Get a couple because I'm like, oh, that's a game there. character. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty much all I go <laughs> off of. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Mm. So I'm just going to like, there's actually a, another database where you can like search by question. So oh. I'm going to search, I'm going to search with like a literature question here. Um. Okay. I'm just saying that she's she's ahead. Okay. Because she got the What's last. the score yeah. right now? It's 25 to 35. Because he split that one. Okay. So You shouldn't have been nice to me. You shouldn't have been nice. You would have right. been tied up. <laughs> okay. Here's a literature question. <laughs> Gotta come back. One character in this work warns that the protagonist is making the beast with two backs to discredit his position among the senators. That same villain starts a drunken brawl by getting Cassio drunk. In this play, the title character mishears a discussion about a planted handkerchief and becomes convinced his wife Desdemona is unfaithful. This is part of Iago's elaborate plan to destroy the title protagonist, although his motivations are never really clarified. For 10 points, name this Shakespearean tragedy featuring a Moorish admiral of Venice. I I feel like I read this like in early high school. (laughs) Probably. You may have. Um... So we're coming up on time. So this is Othello. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I have not read that, so yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna Me feel neither. too bad. All right. I am taking a Shakespeare class right now. So nice. So it's coming up. Do you have to read that one? Do I you have think to read so. Everything? I would assume so. Most yeah. likely. It's 
a big one. <laughs> yeah, it is one of the more famous ones, yeah. I would argue. King Lear. And, like, that's the thing, too. Like, to be honest, I I haven't read, like, all the things, you know. It's, it, it would be yeah. in, it would be uh, impractical to yeah. try to read cool, all the yeah. things. You so really, just, yeah, know what it's like about, though. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, that's clever. Um, Maybe one more. Sure. Do you have, like, a, a preference of what type of question it is to, to cap it off? Just pick a random category. Okay. Oh, sure. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I would say winner takes all, but Jonah is ahead. <laughs> She's ahead. Yeah, you don't want to. Wait, pick a. Can we get a. I don't know how. I feel like we've answered way more questions. <laughs> yeah. Than see if we get one with power. No, yeah. We, can, uh, <laughs> we can't. With the, this one. That's all, all the power. marbles. Okay. All right. So, yeah. so it is. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Okay. All the marbles. Good luck. Here we go. All right. This poetry character has a friend who hears the measured tread of the grenadiers. He later sees a gilded weathercock swimming in the moonlight and the meeting house windows gaze at him with a spectral glare. This man stamps the earth impatiently waiting for a belfry signal while tightening his saddle girth, all preceding April 1775 events in Middlesex villages and, and farms. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote about for 10 points what horse riding figure oh, who spread the alarm the British oh were coming. Oh, Paul Revere? Paul Revere, yeah. Did you know it? Yeah. I oh, was, did I you? Was, no, no, no. Oh, I didn't know if that was I, you buzzing. I was, that was kind you. Kind of. It was like on the tip of my tongue. But oh. you definitely thought of it first. So I win. She conceded it to you. No, you're I tied. guess you win. <laughs> oh, we're tied now? Yeah, because each one is tied. Oh. Unless we want to make that one worth 15. Oh, we can make it all the marbles. No, then. we got to do one more. Okay. Let's do it. We got to. Okay, this, this, one's, got to this one's actually. All right. <laughs> Honestly, I said that and then I forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. That that clue though for the record was like gibberish for the first half. I yeah. had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I guess it didn't it didn't go where, it didn't go where I was thought thinking it was going. Yeah. I thought it would talk more about like history, Paul that's, Revere, that's but what it was, I was thinking, yeah. But he's also like, you know, a poetry like yeah. he's been written about, so mm-hmm. I think this one might prompt an early buzz. So Okay. Alright, so we must buzz. <laughs> I hope. I, I think hopefully. somebody yeah, might hopefully, get it. Yeah. One character on this show has a distinct old man smell that comes from the mung beans he sprouts in his desk. In an episode titled Healthcare, another character reveals that he suffers from Count Choculitis. The Office. Yeah. And that was 15. That was power. That was yeah. cool. You got it. That was Creed at the end. Yeah. The Office. Yeah, you got it. That's, I feel so stupid that I <laughs> I won with a power on The Office. <laughs> on the office. <laughs> well, you, you take your victories where you can. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. It's just funny that we went over like literature and history, but The Office is the winner. <laughs> Uh, yeah well that was so fun i'm glad yeah, yeah. i i'm Congrats. honestly a thank you thank you that was <laughs> the hard fought for sure <laughs> um and i'm i'm i'd say i'm a quiz bowl fan yeah. awesome like yeah do you guys ever like whip this out at parties and like kind of have well like, I, it's notes? probably not cool not recently parties, but, but uh, well yeah yeah <laughs> but like back in the day <laughs> uh, i mean if we're being serious, I, I do talk about it with people that don't do it. Yeah. I yeah, brought it up in like yeah. job interviews and things like that. Well, yeah. I, I just feel like it's it's kind of a cool thing. It is. Even if you aren't super into like studying and stuff, like yeah. anyone can get down. Yeah. I can at least. Jenna, can you get down with Quiz Bowl? I can. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if the questions are trash only. I yeah. Like. yeah. We do that sometimes. If we want to have fun, we do that sometimes. We yeah. do do trash packets at practice sometimes for fun. Yeah. Well, any anything else you guys want to add? Anything? I mean, I'll about? just plug. We are on yeah. we are on Twitter <laughs> at UNL Quizbowl. Um, you can shoot us an email, UNLQuizbowl at gmail dot com. If you want to join, look us up on Involve View. Contact us if you want to come to practice, and we'll 
you know, we're, we're a great community and we're always accepting new members. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> so, yeah. cool. Definitely the same. Yeah, well, check yeah, us out. A lot of fun. Cool. I, I appreciate you guys sitting down with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you guys. yeah. Thanks for coming or thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just took over the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's ours now. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. And cut.